on the Jersey Guy Sports. Your sports talk home for the Yankees, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And I'm your host, Don. Thank you for listening. Today I'll be discussing the Rangers win an epic Game 7 of an epic series. The Rangers dominated the Hurricanes 6-2 and they roll into the Eastern Conference Finals. So let's get started. The Rangers left no room for doubt this time and dominated the Carolina Hurricanes, showing fortitude, resilience, strength, and they rolled into the Eastern Conference Finals with a resounding 6-2 win at Carolina in Game 7 of what was just an epic series. Fueled by their power play and their goalie, Igor Shesterkin, the gritty, never-say-die Rangers won a game in Carolina, where Carolina has been undefeated all postseason. The Rangers, by the way, now with the win are now 8-1 in their last nine Game 7s. Game 7s, do or die Game 7s. The Rangers are now 8-1 in their last nine times they played in a Game 7. That's pretty friggin' amazing and certainly clutch. So what a game, what a game. The game started with Carolina mostly in the Rangers zone to the surprise of no one since the Rangers lost a few face-offs, which, you know, continued throughout the series. Igor made a few tricky early saves with the crowd roaring. The Rangers ended up with a very early power play, about a minute and a half into the game. And then with two seconds remaining on that power play, Adam Fox buried a wrist shot, passed on Tiranta, and the Rangers took a one nothing lead on a power play goal. Getting the first goal in a Game 7 is huge. And the Rangers' power play, by the way, continues to do damage in these playoffs. Damn, is the Rangers' power play a weapon, let me tell you. However, that good feeling... <laughs> Lasted, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 seconds since friggin' Truba took another dumbass Truba penalty. His second dumbass penalty in two games, by the way. While the puck was in the Ranger zone for just about all of those two minutes, the Ranger did end up killing off that power play opportunity for the Hurricanes. Igor did have to make several other good saves, and then the Rangers drew another power play. This is with about maybe 12 minutes left in the first period. And the Rangers made Carolina pay again. Kreider, you know, deflected a Zabanajad missile of a pass, passed onto Ranta, and it gave the Rangers a 2-0 lead on yet another power play goal. They had two power play goals in the first period. The Rangers' power play has been deadly all year long. It has been deadly in the playoffs, and it continued to be deadly in this Game 7, scoring two goals in their first two opportunities. And boy, oh boy, was that huge. And boy, it was a difference in the series and the difference in this game in particular. Um, Igor had to make a brilliant save, though, almost immediately after that. He kicked out his left leg. He stopped a one-time shot from about 10 feet away. Brilliant save, really. He, he stood on his head again all game. Uh, the Rangers then, unfortunately, took another penalty with 11 minutes left in the first period. Reeves took it. I'll tell you, there was a lot of penalties for a Game 7, really for any playoff game. You know, the refs put their whistle away most of the time don't call much, especially in Game 7s. You're, you know, the, the rule is you pretty much have to go tackle someone or kill them to actually get a, you know, power play called on the other team. But, you know... They were not putting the uh, the whistles away in this game. They they called a lot of stuff. There were at least four or five, I would say, penalties called in the first period alone. Um, this one, I think, maybe about five minutes left in the first period. Um, at that point, Carolina was out shooting the Rangers twelve to six. But you know, the Rangers 
had the better goalie and the Rangers had the better power play. Um, and, and that's really what ultimately made the difference in this period and in the game. Um, with about four minutes left in the first, Rangers actually started putting a lot of pressure on Carolina. They got three or four really good shots on a row that Ronta saved. However, after that, it was all Carolina for the rest of the first period. Igor had to scramble several times, um, and the, the ice was tilted again toward, you know, the Rangers zone, and freaking Carolina ended up. I don't know. I think it was 18 shots on goal or some shit in the first period. Just way, way, way too many, you know. And, you know, again, they, they're getting wildly outshot every game in in this postseason, the Rangers. But Igor, you know, when you have that much confidence in your goalie, you know, sometimes you play a certain way. But you'd like to see the Rangers do a much better job defensively than they've been doing, you know, in these first two series. Um, they were relying on Igor, but Igor really you know, held up his end of the bargain in this game and in this period. As the second period started, Carolina played with lots of urgency, as you would expect, being down 2 nothing in a, you know, winner-take-all game. But a Carolina tripping penalty, but the Rangers again on the power play. This is, I don't know, four or five minutes into the second period, but the Rangers power play at that point did absolutely nothing. Um, um In a moment that <laughs> what I really expected to hurt the Rangers, it's just a weirdness, the, the Rangers got called for a penalty I didn't see. Um, I think it was on Vetrano. But at the same time they blew the whistle, Ryan Lindgren got smashed into the boards. It looked like it could have been a boarding call, but maybe not. It was probably just a hard hit. But I thought that's what they were calling because Lindgren got smashed into the boards and he went down and he was hurt. It was like disaster time for the Rangers. He's the Rangers' best defensive defenseman. We know against Pittsburgh how friggin' bad the Rangers played when Lingard was not in there. It looked like it was going to be a boarding call on Carolina, but somehow the Rangers got called for a penalty somewhere else on the ice, and Carolina really got called for nothing, you know, on that play. Um, Lingard would come back amazingly. I mean, they hauled him off the ice. They were, like, dragging him off. He was skating with one skate up in the air. It looked like his head got hurt. You know, Lingard is just so resilient he really you know embodies the whole ranger team you know hit him down out he's back and and playing you know just like the rangers they're never down and out carolina went on the power play the rangers killed it off um you know the specter though of losing ryan Lindgren was just <laughs> it felt like a cloud hanging over the rangers even though it was you know they were holding a two nothing lead keep in mind at this point there were 10 minutes left in the second period so about half the game is gone but there's still half the game to play and it was only a 2 nothing lead. And, you know, somebody that you need, critical person on defense lingering, was, was what I thought out for the rest of the game. It was, you know, kind of murky there for a while. Then, I don't know, about maybe seven minutes left in the second period or something, Ryan Lingren returned amazingly. Uh, like I said, they almost basically carried him off the ice on one leg. It was just an awesome sight to see Lingren back. He's just amazing. Um Weirdly, then, something happened to the Carolina goalie. With about four minutes left in the second period, Auntie Ranta got hurt, stretching for a puck. Just before that, he kind of got leaned on by Kreider or somebody in front of the net, and the crowd was booing. But then he got hurt about 10 seconds later, but not because of that, because he stretched out. I don't know if he pulled a hammy or what, but he went down, they took him out, and they had to put their third string goalie in. So immediately after coming in, you know, this third string goalie, the Rangers king, high exalted mystic ruling king of missing open nets, also known as Ryan Strom. Guess what he did? Missed yet another 
wide open net. It is just impossible to think of anyone missing more wide open nets than Ryan Strom has, especially this postseason. I mean, it's miraculous. If I tried to miss open nets, I don't think I can miss any more than Strom has. It was just amazing. But luckily for dumbass Strom, about a minute later, he actually scored. Two on one, he came down the left side, ripped a shot in near the post, Passed the third string goalie, and that made it 3 nothing for the Rangers. This was with about three minutes left in the second period, and it was like a huge exhale for the Rangers. So despite being outshot in the game again, the Rangers uh, held the 3 nothing lead with the strength of basically Igor Shosturkin and the strength of their power play. And in spite of some pressure by Carolina, the Rangers fought off that pressure. Igor remained stout in goal, and the Rangers went into the third with a big, big 3 nothing lead. In the third period, it was desperation time for Carolina. And the third period started all in the Rangers' zone, and the desperation was pretty apparent for Carolina as they threw, you know, puck after puck after puck at the net. But Igor continued to make big stops. And with Carolina taking lots of chances, right, they're pinching their defensemen, they're diving after pucks. Eventually, you know, when you apply that much offensive pressure, you're leaving gaps in your defensive zone. And then Kreider came in on what was mostly a breakaway, used his speed and strength, and he crossed over and he put one past this backup goalie for his Kreider's second goal of the night, giving the Rangers a huge 4 nothing lead in the third period. Chris Kreider finally finally fucking showed up in this series. Two goals in a game seven is spectacular. I mean, that is how to show up. After I was just killing Kreider this entire series for his dog shit play and, the, you know, just basically not even showing up and you didn't notice him on the whole friggin' ice, Kreider finally, finally friggin' showed up in this series and what a time to do it. Two goals in game seven, as I said, is just spectacular. And Adam Fox, by the way, getting that first goal is spectacular as well. Fox is just Tremendous. Uh, man. But Kreider, hey, two goals, give him props for this. You know, I, I killed him when he sucked, which was most of the series, and I'm going to give him props for this game because he, he showed up when he counted. The air at that point was taken out of the building with the goal, it seems. Some of the inspiration that kind of Carolina was playing with prior to that, you know, suddenly left and, and facing a four-goal deficit, you know, against an outstanding goalie, it, it you know, kind of sucked the air out of the building. However... You know, stupid-ass Truba took another dumb-ass penalty with 13 minutes left. Um, he shot the puck in the stand. The Carolina scored on the power play to make it 4-1. Uh, Truba takes too many friggin' penalties. Um, immediately after, though, that, you know, there was some inspiration in the crowd. 4-1. to one. Finally, they scored their first goal. The crowd, you know, had a little bit, you know, of pep to it. You know, they were flying around a little. But immediately, it seemed like about a minute later, Heedle answered with a goal and made it 5-1 Rangers. Heedle, by the way, has four goals in this series. Spectacular. A Domi for Carolina added a late goal for Carolina to make it 5-2, and then an empty net goal by Cop made it 6-2, and that was it. Fans left the building, and the Rangers were on their way to the Eastern Conference Finals, baby. The Rangers put together... In my opinion, what was as complete a game, a game seven, as one could possibly just 
think about going into. And just an outstanding job by the entire team, from the goalie to the defenseman to the forwards to the coaching, really everything. I mean, what a, what a complete team effort. Uh, it was a thorough, thorough whipping, basically, of Carolina, you know, in a complete game. And probably the Rangers' single best game of the entire playoffs to date, in my opinion. There is no way, in my mind, almost no way any Ranger fan could have expected this tremendous, tremendous game coming into Monday night in Carolina. The Rangers continued, you know, their fight, their grit, you know, this Rangers team. It was on full display Monday night, as much as it's ever been at any time this year. Puck battles were won by the Rangers. Loose pucks were battled for. People cleared, you know, uh, Carolina forwards away from in front of Igor's net so Igor could see the puck. They were diving, deflecting pucks. This Rangers team, we'll have to see. They may not get much farther in the playoffs. Time will tell. You know, I've said that before here. But they already have so much to be proud of at this point. They're such a young team. And for them to advance and get past this Carolina team with the amount of effort it, it took and how terribly they played against Carolina this whole year. Carolina dominated the Rangers. If anyone's tuning in late, Carolina dominated this Rangers team the entire year. So uh, there are four teams left in hockey. And guess what? The Rangers are one of them. And Carolina is not. For the for the New York Rangers, to sum up, this was an absolutely outstanding upset series win. This Carolina Hurricane team was heavily favored to win this series over the Rangers. Matter of fact, the Rangers were the biggest underdogs of all the remaining teams heading into this round of eight, right? The Rangers looked pathetic all year against the Hurricanes. I mean, just awful all year. Despite having an excellent season, the Rangers were dominated all year against Carolina. The Rangers continue to exceed expectations as we go forward in the playoffs here. They continue to exude confidence. They continue to be resilient in the face of adversity. They continue to win when no one thinks they're going to win, including this podcast you're listening to right now. I did not think they were going to win this series. And, and here they are now in the Eastern Conference Finals, baby. They now have, I guess, what is a very quick turnaround, right? This is Monday night. I'm recording this after they won Game 7. They're going to play Wednesday at home against the Tampa Bay Lightning. They have to get ready for this great Tampa Bay Lightning team, winners of the last two Stanley Cups. So that's all. All they got to do now is be the team that won the last two Stanley Cups. And Tampa Bay, by the way, with their two series victories this year, have now won 10 consecutive series over the last three years. They have not lost a series in three years. Um, Tampa's confidence is basically as high as it could possibly be. And they, by the way, in a change for the Rangers now, have an absolutely outstanding goaltender, Tampa does, in Vasilevsky. So just like the Rangers do in Shesterkin, but let's face it, the Rangers played a Pittsburgh team that was on their second and third string goalies. The Rangers played a Carolina team that was on their second string goalie, and in Game 7, part of it, their third string goalie. Um, so the Rangers had a distinct goaltender advantage in the first two series. They do not have a goaltender advantage in the Tampa series. Maybe slightly, possibly, but it will be almost even, if anything. So they will lose that advantage here. They're going to have to win in other ways. The Rangers do have one advantage over Tampa, though, as the Rangers finish the regular season with a slightly better record than Tampa. So Wednesday night, game one, the Rangers are actually going to host Tampa at Madison Square Garden. Rangers do have the home ice advantage, four games of the seven. If it goes that far, we'll be at MSG, which is always a great thing. It should be a tremendous atmosphere for the Eastern Conference Finals at home, in the garden, baby. For the Rangers and the Rangers fans, 
everyone should revel on this one, baby. Let's go Rangers. And I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. And please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends all about it. And I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.